following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Hey, where y'all at? It is a thrill. I love this show. You're telling me a big fat lot. I was hoping for funny crazy. I will get on stage on Broadway and I will reenact the rantings of Charlie Sheen one day. Think you can replace me with some other guy? Go ahead. It won't be the same. Tis mightiest in the mightiest. Do not bring Shakespeare into this. You're so smart. Oh, really? Well, so are you. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. I know exactly who that is. That's the mother that loses every goddamn game. That's Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Get rid of him. Wow. Bros, come on. I love you, bros. Does everybody have to be crazy today? Now get me, Savior! Backstrom settles and fires. He scores! Nicholas Backstrom with a rocket upstairs. Called his own number and gets his first of the season. He's been an assist meister since returning back to the lineup. And that was pretty much the end of the highlights uh, in Toronto the other night as the Cavs drop it 5-1. to one. But at least Backy got on the board with his first goal of the season. So that's good. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's the Bob Matthews Podcast. We are... Here, live, and uh, glad that you are with us. We're also glad to be welcoming back Raycon headphones and earbuds, and we'll tell you more about that in just a little while. Caps have been kind of middling here in January. Red-hot December turned into a very mediocre January after hardly being able to lose in December. The Caps just 5-7-1 and one here as they head into the last day of January. The Caps have one more game before the All-Star break. Tuesday night in Columbus, they take on the Blue Jackets. After that, they're going to take some time off and get ready for the All-Star game and then the All-Star break. Capitals not in action after Tuesday, January 31st until Saturday, February 11th. So they got a little 11-day break excluding Ovi and the guys that are headed to the All-Star game. But they've got a break getting ready for the final stretch. One big game to watch before the official All-Star break, which is going to be on Thursday, is the fact that uh, the Buffalo Sabres are going to play Carolina uh, on Wednesday, uh, February 1st. That's a big game because as you look at the standings, things have gotten pretty tight here. The Caps currently are in the first wild card position. They're a game up on the Penguins, or a point up on the Penguins, and three points up on Buffalo. Problem is, the Sabres have three games in hand right now. Sabres have played three less games than the Caps. Theoretically, they could jump up if they won all three of those games, if they played them tonight and won all three of them. That would put them at 62 points on equal footing with the Caps. Uh, Pittsburgh has also played three less games than Washington, so you got to watch out for the Pens, too. And the Caps are doing a little bit of standing watching. You're going to hear it when we go into the locker room here in a second. Also, Matt Wyrick of NBC Sports Washington, the newly minted Caps beat reporter, is going to join us to go inside these numbers here in just a few minutes as well. But like I said, before that, uh, let's head into the locker room and uh, let's get you some exclusive locker room access from last night in Toronto. And 
And we will start with the boss behind the bench, Peter Laviolette. Lavi saying that it was the little things that led to that 5-1 loss last night. Lapses and mistakes, he said, will do it to you every time. You're right. It was a mistake. It was out of position, wrong assignment, and uh, you know, overwhelming amount of pressure. But at the end of the day, it's about details. And I think the details in the second period weren't, were not good enough. Um, in the second period, I thought that we gave, well, late in the third we were pressing, but in the second period I thought we were giving up. When we made a mistake, we gave up a dangerous scoring chance from an offensive standpoint. I don't think it was great tonight, probably going back to the second period again. We probably didn't have but one or two chances um, offensively, and so uh, better with regard to the second period. But like I said, it's it's not like we were pinned in our end and couldn't get out. It's just that when we made a mistake, it was a big one, and it led to a real dangerous situation. Yeah, offense has been the problem all year. Uh, last night, actually, it was the only the second time all year, I believe, that Darcy Kemper was pulled in the middle of the game. By and large, the Caps, the Caps goaltending and the defense has been fantastic this year, especially the goaltending. We've talked about that chapter and verse throughout the season but man oh man uh, the offense it's just it, it it's mind-boggling and I, I just take a look at the stat sheet and you can see obviously Alex Ovechkin is the team's leading scorer Marcus Johansson is number two now granted there have been a lot of injuries especially to TJ Oshie and Tom Wilson etc etc but Still, you got to start wondering, are the Caps going to be buyers at the trade deadline maybe to try to get another scorer onto the top six? If they can somehow turn it on and and start scoring more goals, uh, this could be a dangerous team in the playoffs. But that's the thing, is that there have just been way too many games where they lose 3-1, 2-0, 2-1, stuff like that. And it makes you wonder what... Um, you know, what the stretch run is is actually going to be like. Now, one good piece of news against Toronto was that Nicholas Backstrom, who has been playing pretty well since coming back, five assists since coming back, got his first goal of the year, as you heard at the beginning of the show. And Backy said that what the team has to do now, especially uh, after the All-Star break, is they've got to start stringing wins together again. Yeah, it doesn't feel good, that's for sure. I mean, we had a game against Pittsburgh, 60 minutes, and, and obviously we didn't tonight, so. Uh, but then over there, I mean, we got to regroup here, going to Columbus next one, and, and finish off strong before the before the break. If you're going to make the playoffs, that's where you want to that's where you want to be. I mean, you have to get a couple of wins wins together. I mean, winning streaks, that's, that's what you need. I mean, it's too tight in the standings, and, and I mean, teams are catching up. What have you kind of seen defensively from this group in the latest stretch? You guys kind of turn a corner. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, maybe that's an area. I mean, uh, less good. So, I mean, that's that's obviously an area when 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 we lose that we have to tighten up a little bit. I would definitely say he's right about that. Again, Caps, one more game before the All Star break Tuesday night against Columbus in. 
Columbus. Take a break. When we come back, Matt Wyrick of NBC Sports Washington Capitals Insider joins us. We'll talk about what's going to happen, what we think is going to happen as we head down the stretch. It's the Bob Matthews Podcast right here on the Hockey Podcast Network. NBA fans, listen up. It is time to bring the hoops action into the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat, same-game parlay every day. All you got to do is go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Opt in, place the same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you get a free bet back. So, whichever team that you are following, you know, the Wizards are on a tear right now. They've won five straight. Sacramento Kings, how about the Kings? Break them up. They're in thir- they're uh, the third seed right now uh, in the Western Conference. So, you know, you want to bet, say, you go back to the Wizards game, you bet Bradley Beal to score 30 and the Wizards on the money line, there's your same game parlay, uh, and you'll you'll get it back if you don't win it. So download the app now, sign up with the code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA, get $200 in free bets instantly. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with the code THPN. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER in Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and Wyoming. 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona, 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado and New Hampshire. 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In New York, visit opgr.org in Oregon. Call or text TN Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee or 888-532-3500 in Virginia. 21 and over, 18 and over, New Hampshire and Wyoming. Physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Louisiana, select parishes. Michigan, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming only. New customer offer void in New Hampshire, Oregon, or Ontario, Canada. New customers only one per customer. Valid minimum $5 deposit, minimum $5 wager. Bet must win. $200 issued as $825 free bets. Free bets are non-cashable and cannot be withdrawn. Free bets must be wagered one time and stake is not included in any returns or winnings. Free bets expire seven days after being awarded. Promotional offer ends 115.23. See terms at DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. Boys and girls, it's the time of year when everybody's talking about making big changes. A lot of times that means headed to the gym, making that, you know, that that commitment to go there and start getting healthy. Now, that's all well and good, but most of the time it's pretty unrealistic. And I've actually found the smallest changes to your routine can make the biggest impact, even if it's just walking around the block a couple of times every day. Uh, the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be part of a big change, especially if it's something you use every day like my Raycons. Raycon is the premium audio at the perfect price point so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. Because that's one thing you want, you know, say you're going to the gym or you've decided, dang it, I'm going to get out. I I am taking up jogging. I'm going to jog three, four times a week. Well, you want something to take your mind off it, you know, headphones, earbuds, stuff like that. And 
music is the easiest way to make your gym routine go by a few minutes faster. Well, whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, easy for me to say, or low-latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that's going to last all night at your next house party, Raycon has got you covered. And yeah, Raycons start at half the price of other premium audio brands. So you don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each. You can get a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of those other guys whose names I won't mention. Even if you know you'll love your Raycons as much as I do, Raycon wants to make you feel great about your purchase. Not just good, but great. They offer buy now, pay later options. Every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee as well. I got the earbuds, and I'm telling you, the noise-canceling earbuds, they're fantastic. Take them to the gym with me, and it really does. It makes the it makes the workout fly by. They pair really easily, and because they were so cheap, I got a second pair just in case, you know, I keep one in my gym bag and one at the house. That way I know I've always got one. Um, there are three customizable sound profiles. You got earbud tap functions. The most important one for me, noise isolation. Awareness mode, custom tip gels, crystal clear call quality, water and sweat resistant, and eight hours of playtime on the everyday earbuds, 11 hours on the everyday speakers. So, you know, you can't lose with this. So if you're ready to buy something small with a big impact, go to Raycon.com slash THPN today. That's going to get you 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Time to get some of the inside scoop with Matt Wyrick of NBC Sports Washington, the newly minted exclusive Caps beat reporter for NBCSportsWashington.com. Matt, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. No problem, Bob. Thanks for that introduction and for, for bringing me on. Absolutely. So now, and refresh my memory. You you've been there at NBC Sports Washington for a while. I'm I'm almost positive. I you know I've, I've seen your byline before on Caps and Wizards, but now uh, with uh, JJ uh, having moved on to bigger and better things, I guess the Caps are yours exclusively. Correct. Yes, I moved on to the beat just at the start of training camp. Uh, had been doing Nats before. I've been with NBC Sports Washington since late 2019. So been a ride uh, i'm excited to this challenge it's been a lot of fun covering this team and as i tell everyone you know it's the best show in town right now the caps for sure absolutely that's why dc is you know hockey town usa right now so after uh, uh the after the the heater that the caps put on in december january was was kind of middling i think seven five and two if i counted everything right um you know ha- as fans out there that are listening, you know, how concerned should they be that that January was just so-so after a really good December, do you think? Well, I think it's important to look at the the standings and the context here of the Caps are not, you know, at the top of the Metro cruising towards a division title. They are fighting for their lives in the playoff spot. So every win, every point matters at this point in the season and, and the rest of the year. And they've certainly got a, a tough stretch coming out of the All-Star break. So you know, it's certainly not where the Caps want to be, uh, but I do think that, you know, it's a long season. There are ebbs and flows. They played really good hockey 
in December and have come out so far January and maybe not played their best form, but they've also been introducing some guys back in the lineup, Nicholas Backstrom and Tom Wilson, both making their season debuts earlier this month and, you know, getting them acclimated. It almost was like, you know, you're bringing two stars back and two players, obviously that make this team better, but you kind of disrupted the flow that the Capitals were on. Uh, and they're just still trying to regain that. So it's been about a month now where they've been kind of alternating wins and losses here, not maybe their best showing, but certainly I think that the team will be better for it, getting these two guys back in the lineup. You just mentioned Tom Wilson is one of those guys that that came back. And then, of course, he he took the puck off the foot the other day. And I, I know that, you know, with the NHL, it's always upper body, lower body, and that's about it. And we don't know when they're going to be back. Any sense on on uh, on Tom? And, and does he come back right after the All-Star break? Or does this seem like something that could linger for a while? Well, I think the good news is that the puck that he took was on the non-surgically repaired leg. It was his left knee that he tore his ACL and his right leg where he took that puck. So I think that's good news, just being separate areas. Uh, you know, they didn't, they waited a few days to rule him out before the end of the all-star break. So that to me is a good sign. We haven't seen him on the ice, which is certainly a uh, goal cause for concern there. But given that they have, you know, about 10 days here uh, for him to kind of rest and recover, I think there is a good chance that we'll see him on the front end of the second half here, but certainly that's going to be something to keep an eye on as you move forward. What do you think when you look um, long-term trade deadline is, you know, a little ways away, but um, you know, are the caps going to be buyers maybe for some offense? I, you know, we're, we're into it's we're, we're coming to the all-star break, you know, teams are kind of what they are. And while things can change dramatically, we've seen it before. Uh, anybody concerned about the offensive output of this team that get great goaltending all year. Um, and, and yet, you know, you look at the, stats despite the injuries you know Ovi obviously leads the team in goals but when Marcus Johansson's your your second highest score is is that some cause for concern you think yeah you know the Capitals really haven't had that number two goal scorer like they've had in years past it's kind of been a a committee uh contributions here I think they have the the second most 10 point players uh in the NHL behind only the Seattle Kraken so they've been getting their scoring from a lot of different places which has been a big strength for this team a veteran team that has dealt with his fair share of injuries and needed other players to step up. So some of it has been by necessity, but I certainly think they'd love to add some thump to that rotation. You know, they have, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of left shot players uh, who are playing on the right wing. I think maybe a a right shot winger could make a lot of sense for them. Maybe on the blue line as well. They have a lot of lefties. uh, So getting a right shot uh, defenseman, maybe towards the bottom trio there, uh, replacing uh, a uh, Alex Alexiev or Matt Irwin in the bottom of that. You know, there's a lot of different options that are on the table. And I think the big thing that is really going to change things is, is John Carlson's status and when he is able to come off long-term injured reserve. Because if it's before the end of the regular season, the Caps are going to have to move some salary cap things around. Mm. What uh, What's the latest on, on Carlson? Do we do we know? Uh, you know? I saw. I guess we saw him on the ice a couple of days ago, but nowhere near even, you know, half-speed skating, right? Yeah, that was the first time he took the ice since taking that puck uh, off the side of his face in a scary injury just before Christmas. Uh, he wasn't even in a, a non-contact jersey, really low-level exercises. And uh, for, per the Capitals, they're not going to be reevaluating him again uh, until the end of February. So it's probably not until early March at the earliest uh, that we're going to see Carlson uh, back in uniform, back practicing, and, and maybe even longer. Uh, it sounds like they're being very careful with him. Anytime you have a head injury, you want to proceed with caution. And that's exactly what it seems like the Capitals are doing here. So they don't appear to have any rush uh, in bringing him back, but it does sound like 
they will have some clarity on the situation by the time the deadline rolls around. Talking with Matt Wyrick from NBC Sports Washington. He's our Capitals insider here. Matt, we've, we, as I said, we've, we've gotten to a little bit past the halfway point. What, where, what do we think this team is? What do we think the I- identity of this team is? And, and do we think it's good enough at this point or is the jury still out? Yeah, you know, I think they definitely have shown the veteran savviness to hang around despite, you know, getting off to their slow start in the year. They were able to to come together and, and turn their season around with a very strong December. They are among the, the league leaders and comeback wins this season as well. So this is a team that, you know, I don't think you can really count out uh, no matter when they fall behind. Uh, they, they, they're definitely a physical team. They're, they're It's kind of been their identity for years now. I don't think that a track meet is necessarily a, a great matchup for them. We've seen you know, teams like the Ottawa Senators really give them fits when they try to, to rack up 40 plus shots against them and going up and down the ice. I, I don't know if that's necessarily the style of hockey that the Capitals want to play, but when they are able to set up their offense, I think that they have a, a really good team, a really versatile team, you know, guys that can play all over the ice. Um, so I, I think that this team is definitely capable of competing. It's a, it's a tough Eastern Conference. And if, if they were in the West in one of those other divisions, I think they'd have a much easier path to making the playoffs, but they are where they are. And you know, having beaten the Penguins just the other night, I thought that was a big measuring stick game, even though it did come in a shootout. You know, they showed the ability, you know, despite the fact they gave up a two to one deficit or a lead, the one to nothing lead. Uh, they were able to hang in it and still get the, the extra point over the Penguins, which will prove to be crucial considering they have played more games than anybody else in the NHL to this point. Yeah, that that's what uh, I was I was going to ask you about that. It, and it it's so hard with the schedule and anything, but. Yeah, when you look at it, I guess, you know, the Sabres are coming on now and, and they've got games in hand. Pittsburgh has games in hand. You know, the schedule is what the schedule is and everybody plays everybody else. But does it shape up? Does it look like it shapes up better or worse for for one team over another? Or, or you know, do those teams that have played less games seem to have a tougher schedule ahead than than Washington does? I think they're about similar, you know, around the middle of the pack. The, the Penguins have a little bit easier of a schedule the rest of the way. The the unfortunate part about the Capitals' struggles here in January is they've largely come against sub-500 teams. You know, that this is actually one of the easiest pockets of their schedule this year, and ultimately they weren't able to take advantage. Now, they do have among the most rest days the rest of the year, which could, you know, end up being a good for, good thing for this team, being that it has so many injuries and so many guys over the age of 30. Uh, that maybe that helps them out down the stretch as opposed to, you know, the other teams having games in hand and climbing back. So they're going to need to get these head-to-head wins against Metro opponents. And, you know, when they come out of the uh, come out of the all-star break, they've got two against the Canes within the first five days, including that stadium series. So, you know, they're really going to need to to come out strong here uh, in this second half and, and show that they are a playoff caliber team after a bit of an up and down month. So what should we be, what should we be looking for? What should fans be looking for coming out of the all-star break that, if it happens, you say they're moving in the right direction. If it doesn't happen, they're they're moving in the wrong direction. I mean, I think that turnovers have been a big problem as of late. Really, they've they've gotten really aggressive on the back check, and that's kind of turned into three-on-one, two-on-one situations that have put the goaltenders in bad spots of late, and we've seen some of that frustration boil over on the ice. So I think them limiting the turnovers, limiting the odd man rush opportunities that they're giving up, that's that's what this team has to be about. You know, they they really looked good defensively early on this year, and it seemed to be a big part of their identity. And now with all the injuries and the constant reshuffling, and not to mention that John Carlson uh, has been out for now an extended period of time twice this year, uh, they've had to make a lot of adjustments, make a lot of rotational changes, uh, and it just hasn't shown that cohesiveness that they had maybe earlier on. 
so I, I think looking for them to just play more disciplined hockey, as, as Nicholas Backstrom has put it, just playing simpler. Uh, that's that's what really is is the successful backbone for this team uh, and under Peter Laviolette's system. Matt Wyrick from NBC Sports Washington, Capitals Insider. Matt, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. I look forward to many more of these chats in the months and years to come. Absolutely, Bob. Thanks for having me on. Anytime. That's going to do it for us. we got to get on out of here. Enjoy All-Star Weekend. We will see you on the other side of the All-Star break. Remember, like the wise man once said, if you're out on your bike tonight, as always, you wear white. Hey!